It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. It's, uh, it's going to get uh, fun in here today um, because uh, we're going to have Coach Denny White on uh, in just a few moments, uh, and uh, he's already He's already stabbed. He's not even invited in the open, and he's already taking shots at Brady. So I love it. I should just open up your mic just in case you have a gem to just throw practice. out there. Just practice. <laughs> Anyways, before we get to Denny and actually talk about what all of this or how all of this might affect the spring sports season, right? that the winter sports season has been uh, pushed uh, back into February now. We hope only. Yeah. Um, well, at least teams are practicing. It yeah. was nice to see, you know, Becky Gilbert, the PH girls, practicing at midnight. Um, I saw Marysville boys were practicing. I think PH is practicing. Their boys are practicing today. So it's nice to see, like, actual teams shooting basketballs and doing things like that. It's just another little baby step closer. Another little baby step uh, closer, but um, we are finishing up football. One week left in football, believe it or not, here in January. But uh, they played the uh, semifinal games uh, this uh, weekend, and uh, Ubley went and played Johannesburg-Lewiston, neutral site in Traverse City. Um, No turnovers, Brady. No penalties. No penalties. For the Bearcats. Zero turnovers, zero penalties. They outrushed, they outpassed, they outgained, and they really outscored Johannesburg Lewiston. 43 to nothing. The Bearcats win their semifinal game against a team that was 10 and 0. That's a way to shake that boogeyman that's been on your program's back for over a decade, seemingly getting stuck at the semifinal. That's a way to kick the door out and get back to Ford Field. Jeez. It was only 12 nothing. At halftime, and that second touchdown mm-hmm. didn't come until late in the first half. But y- you could just sense the way Ubley's defense was playing that they weren't actually going to need a lot of points, and, and they ended up scoring quite a few in the second half. Uh, Johannesburg Lewiston finished the season 10-1. and They've gone 20-2 and in the last two seasons and 29-4 and in the last three seasons. So this is a program yeah. that – Wins a lot they, of football games. Yeah, they dominated their way to the semifinal game. Yeah, and, and Ubley handled them. Uh, Ubley goes to 9-2. and two. Now, they've won eight games in a row. That was their fourth shutout of the season, and they've outscored their opponents in their last three playoff games, 121-6. to six. And I just want to point out that there weren't any patsies. They beat Flint Beecher, Carson City Crystal, and Johannesburg-Lewiston, who are a combined 23-2 and two this season against teams not named Ubley. Yeah, so that yesterday's result really made me ask two questions. One, how much better did Ubley get from week one to now? And two, how good was Sandusky? Because them and Cass City had that classic. Sandusky kind of dominated Ubley in week three and was a two-point conversion away from going to overtime with Cass City. Would, if Sandusky gets the ball to roll their way a little bit, are they going to Ford Field? Uh, Evan Prusky is their quarterback. He's a freshman. Three out of three for 123 yards and one touchdown. Um, Colin Obersky caught all three passes. Um, he had a big 59-yard touchdown in the fourth quarter that really put the game, well, it was already out of reach at that point, but it put it into running time. Uh, Prusky also rushed 10 times for 84 yards and a touchdown. Mark Heilick only carried the ball twice, but he had 75 yards and a touchdown. He actually had a 74-yard run, and he stumbled and fell at the one, and they were giving him a hard time about it, but they gave him the ball in the next play to let him finish the drive and get his touchdown. Uh, Logan Mueller, five carries for 70 yards and a touchdown. He only carried the ball once in the second half. Okay, and Carson Haleski is their senior running back who's rushed for over 1,000 yards this year. They only gave him the ball seven times in this game for 21 yards. But he scored two touchdowns, so you know who gets the ball when they get close to the goal line and they want to put the game away. So, yeah, congratulations to Ubley. They play what, Friday? They play Friday, yeah. Ubley had uh, 388 yards, 265 rushing. The D8 finals, Friday, 10 o'clock at Ford Field. Ubley 9-2 against Centerville, who are 10-0. Centerville advanced 
by winning a forfeit over Clarkston Everest. Which how does how do you think that affects them that they haven't played in two weeks, especially when you're in a three week span? Well, I want to know how good they really are, and Everest would have been the test for them because here's a few things that I'm going to point out about that. Um, Ubley's schedule, their opponents um, were 50 and 28. Those are those are the teams that Ubley have played, and they're nine yeah. and two against them. Um, Centerville, not including Everest, who ends up going 10 and one with a forfeit being their only loss, and they were crushing everybody that they played. Um, the rest of Centerville's opponents are 32 and 32. So, but so Cent- you're saying Cent- they're not playing a Traverse City St. Francis team that's no. going to that steamrolled everyone. But they have seven shutouts this year, and they've only given up 29 points, and only one team has scored two touchdowns on them in a the game. Wow. So that, that that's really – this is a game that's going to intrigue me. Second time in school history that uh, Ubley's been to the state finals. They went there in 2008, lost to Traverse City St. Francis. A lot of teams do that. First time Centerville's been to the uh, finals. Uh, in fact, Centerville's really only been good the last three years. They had nine straight losing seasons where they won a total of 20 games. And then in the last three years, they've won 25 games. But this is the first time – They've made it past a, a district uh, final. So um, that's what's going on there. Um, just a couple of other things here. Sorry, I'm making you wait, Denny. Um, but the eight-man finals got played. Adrian Lenaway Christian, who on their way to the finals, knocked out uh, both Mayville and Morris from the NCTL uh, Stars Division. Uh, they beat Sutton's Bay 47 to nothing. Uh, and then in the D2 game, there were 115 offensive plays Jeez. for 933 yards and 118 points as Powers North Central defeated Portland St. Patrick's 70-48. to So the losing team in D2 scored more than the winning team in the D1 game. Dude, that sounds like the old, <laughs> I guess, old school D8 when that was a weekly score, the eight-man, when that seemed like a weekly score, 70-48. to North Central's quarterback, Luke Gorzinski, 32 carries, 299 yards, four touchdowns, and he was 8 of 15 for 156 yards and three touchdown passes. Jeez. Uh, Portland St. Patrick quarterback in a losing effort where he got sacked seven times. Connor Cross. Oh, so there was defense. Connor Cross still was 25 of 38 for 374 yards and six touchdowns. Throwing the ball? Yes. And uh, Shane Cook caught 13 passes for 179 yards and three touchdowns in a losing effort. All right. <laughs> so finally starting to wrap up football on January 18th. All right. The uh, the 11-man finals, Centerville Ubley, Friday at 10. Um, the D2, they play the evens on Friday, the odds on Saturday. Muskegon Mona Shores will play De La Salle. De La Salle, of course, is the team that ended Port here in high season. Which are, That's going to be a just a slugfest. Uh, Montague will play Clinton. Uh, and Cadillac will play Detroit Country Day, the team that ended North Branch's season. Then on Saturday, it's New Lothrop against Traverse City St. Francis. That's going to be a good game. Davison against West Bloomfield. Which Davison did the made the run without their Big Ten quarterback, I believe. Yep. Grand Rapids Catholic Central against Frankenmuth, the team that ended Marine City's season. And uh, DeWitt against River Rouge. So there, there was actually four finals that had it gone our way that we would have actually covered right. between Friday and Saturday. There would have actually been three games on Friday had uh, both PH and North Branch been able to reach the finals. Right. So, I mean, it kind of shows you that, yeah, that's how close they were, but they didn't lose to any scrub. They lost to, to the big boys. All right, so that was kind of a long open. Now we're going to play some commercials, and we're going to come back. We're going to talk to uh, – Denny White, and this will be be a lot of fun because he hates Brady like I do. (laughs) Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. 
Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, <laughs> slip, <laughs> squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Bean here for TP Logos in Marysville. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium, TP Logos has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery, custom screen printing, and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including things like Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays 8.30 to 4.30 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. You'll get it in days with TP Logos. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. DuraClean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call DuraClean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. DuraClean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Since 1923, Mama Vicky's has been Port Huron's original Coney Island with two convenient locations to serve you. Mama Vicky's Downtown is open Monday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Mama Vicky's North End is open Sunday through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Fridays and Saturdays they stay open till 8 p.m. With delicious Coney dogs for only a buck 59, you can make every day a Coney day. That's right, Coney's for just a dollar 59. Mama Vicky's, a port here on Original since 1923. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Yes, we were talking off air, as we often uh, do, and you mentioned a guy from Escanaba. I believe I've met him at the state when Richmond made the two runs in softball back-to-back to to the state finals um, with Aaron Shoeboy. Mm -hmm. Um, They played Escanaba one year in the – or both years maybe in the semifinals. But the Escanaba guy was there both years, and I talked to him. He's a nice guy. He he is a nice guy. He's a unique presentation. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, have fun. I wish I could teach Brady to have fun, but he's always just sour. Uh, well, uh, anyway, you have to start with something. <laughs> Denny White is here. Yes. After beating Brady, I think, twice during the season in football picks, Yeah, I was a little surprised when Brady said, you know, we should bring Denny back on. <laughs> he said he would never talk to me again. I know. Uh, he, he did. 
breaking. Already breaking New Year's resolutions. So I celebrated. Still, and still mad at Croslex for losing that game in North Branch. <laughs> the first one. Well, it anyway. happens. So Turned out North Branch was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, that was... <laughs> yeah, he made he made the right pick there. But anyway, so <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway, let's get past all this making fun of me bo- business. He almost said a different word. He, he did. Yes, I heard that. <laughs> Started with the same couple letters. <laughs> um, where, so where where do you want to start first? Let, let's just start with where we think how, how this will affect the baseball season. Then we can get into the particulars of basketball because I mean you're ever present at St. Clair High School. So it seems like you have a hand in every candy jar down there. You are the wise one. Well, I know you're <laughs> over there at the table. I don't know what you do, but you're over there at the table. I pretend to do stuff, and yes. they let me. So <laughs> when he did the um, real quick before we get into it, when we did the he does the intros for both you know the home team and away team starting lineups. He's like he I think he texted me either the day of or the day before, and he goes, "I'm going to introduce you as Roger Beaton." And I'm just like, do not give me my dad's name when I get introduced. <laughs> and I thought I'm sitting there, you know, I should be focused on the game. I'm like, that old man's going to do it. He's going to do it. Well, he's and you know, it. he's a high school player, so he doesn't he he doesn't know that I. He's unsure whether or not I. He doesn't think I will. Well, but but I don't positive. know. I'm not confident he. Will. <laughs> I could see him doing that. But yeah, always I always yeah. had that ear out thinking that you were going to do that. I will miss that at high school hockey games. Uh, one of my favorite things is Eric Parker introducing the Northern coaching staff and referring to your father as Roger B. Don. Yes. Which, that's a story for another podcast. <laughs> Why my dad has, in the hockey circles has a French name. But anyway, we got way off topic. Yeah, we always so do. So basketball gets delayed. And this is the first time that the winter sports schedule got shifted backwards into the spring. Now, we had said on this podcast since, what, November, that there was a little bit of a gap. Now, let me give you the dates of when everything happens. Um, It appears that it will be the end of April when the boys' basketball finishes. It's April 10th. Excuse me, the start of April. Um, Districts won't happen until the last week of March. When do you guys normally start baseball? I know it's basically right after basketball, but it's usually, what, the second week of March? Yeah, we're allowed. This year it's March 15th. Okay, so you're going to – but obviously, I mean, at a lot of schools, you have that cross-contamination with basketball players, baseball players. I mean, so it looks like you probably won't get any real practices until, what, the start of April? Yep, probably true. So – I mean, as a coach, I know as people that are going to sit there and call games, we have no problem with that because now there's less chance of us sitting through a rainy, cold, 45-degree baseball game in Michigan in March. I mean, I don't know when everyone's baseball schedule is. It changes. Some coaches love to play like a dozen games before spring break. Some coaches like to play one or two. Um, I mean, I know spring break tournaments can be awful. How do you see – do you really mind losing those couple weeks um, to basketball being pushed back? Yes. Yeah. I, I, I don't mind not having games, but it, th- there are years when, when you're loaded with veteran players. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, we'll, we'll figure it out. I want to play. And then there are years like this year when we're loaded with uh, no veteran players. We have one player – who has any varsity game experience at all. Yeah. So we need to practice. We, we don't need to play as much as we need to mm-hmm. practice. So we f- see what we have. And in, in a normal year, how much are you indoors and how much are you able to actually go out on the field and practice those early weeks of the season? Yeah, we're not. We, we don't even we, – we sometimes schedule games, but you know in advance you're not going to play those games. Right. I yeah. think the last time we played March, early, mid-March games was in 2011 when it was the weather was perfect, mm-hmm. yeah. as was the season. <laughs> so you're really – if they push the, the season back, it's not really going to affect baseball and softball that much, is it? No, it depends on how much they, they, they push it back. The discussion is, well, maybe they'll move it into July. Well, there are, there are players – who would rather play fed ball than right. play high school. Well, and and that's, if you have to make that decision, 
that's kind of the thing we talked about is, yeah, you have this flexibility at the start with the bad weather, but you kind of start to have a hard end date where with football and basketball, you have plenty of school year left. Now, like you mentioned, travel baseball, and you also have to think about seniors that are playing a college sport somewhere else. You, we, we've kind of said like the end of June is where you could probably get away with it, maybe have the finals on like 4th of July because that affects just a few teams, but... I know, I'm sure you've run into this. There are parents saying, no, we paid thousands of dollars. We booked trips to North Carolina, Indiana for all these baseball tournaments we paid where you've been practicing all year. I don't care if your high school team's still playing. We're going where we just spent all this money. Yep. Unfortunately, that's true. So where do you think that end date would be? How far do you think you could afford to push back? Just say the start of the playoffs. Uh, well, they're scheduled for early June. I think you can push the start back two weeks at the most. Well, ba- basically, you need three weeks, right? Because yep. you have your districts mm-hmm. on a weekend, your regionals on a weekend, and then in one week you can play your quarterfinal, semifinal, final. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. I mean, because what, districts are usually after graduation for – the seniors anyway yeah usually it's uh at least at, at the way it's happened at st Clair is um the district final is saturday and that's the all-night party night and hmm. it's like oh good <laughs> <laughs> your problem is is if you run into bad weather on one of your weekends oh, yes. oh, and yes. the district or the regional gets pushed back and we have seen that the last time yeah. that we did this well many years ago not that i would know but many years ago um we played Marine City when we won our first district title. Um, the weather was so bad that we played them on a Monday after the all-night party. So kids Ooh. were coming from the all-night party, which is probably the reason we won. <laughs> Baseball's a fickle game <laughs> yes, like that. Yes. It can like, humble you. It like, all who, counts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who was the pitcher that threw a no-hitter on acid in the 70s? <laughs> Who was that? Denny White? (laughs) No, he would would have been retired age by that point. Ouch. See? He's not innocent. He's not innocent, no. No, I'm not. There is blood on his hands. (laughs) Anyway. So, yeah, that's the scheduling part that kind of throws everything up in the air. Because, I mean, we talked about softball. You can play doubleheaders all the Mm -hmm. time. I mean, you need, what, two, three pitchers at the most? I think in softball, if you have one really good pitcher and one adequate pitcher – you're fine. You're in. Yeah. Yep. You're fine. Baseball, if you don't have more than one guy, there's no way they can start logpiling games on you. Well, no, they can't. And in, in in 2019, because of the weather, that's what happened. We played six league games in the last week of the season. Jeez. And, and well, I know. fortunately, we were talented enough that it worked out fine. But, wow. I know recently – um, what was it, four or so years ago, the Mac switched to having three-game series. Yep. Was it Tuesday, Thursday, Friday? They play or – Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. Monday, nice Wednesday, try. Thursday. It, yeah, I've, <laughs> I've been out of the game for a while. Um, Boy, isn't that true? So I know some people didn't like that at first because they go, we don't have enough pitching yep. for three games in a week. Is there any way if they had to condense the season to add more or especially, like, do you think schools have enough pitching to make quality baseball happen? Oh, no, no. Uh, you know, the, the, real, the real success comes from a pitching staff. Mm-hmm. So you, you play the same team Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and so your ace goes on Monday, let's say, mm-hmm. so you win Monday. Now you got nothing. And with the pitch counts, it's not like you can bring them back. Right, there's actual not, not that you would limitations, but you could. Yeah, so you can't just ride one pitcher for over a hundred some pitches and expect them to come back the next game. So you I mean, you have these rules that prevent you from even coaches attempting to do that now. Yeah. So yep. it's I mean, where do you fit in other games during the season, especially if you lose some at the beginning of the year? Could you play shortened double headers? Yeah, like you, can play, the, like, you can play. You can play. Yeah. Like five or six inning double headers. You can play six inning games. The, the, the problem is, or a problem, or or the the protocol is, if you if you schedule a double header on Saturday, mm-hmm. which usually happens, and that's what happened in in 2019, and you need to play the league game, the league game takes precedence. Right. So 
okay, that happens. Uh, that's why they leave mo- Monday, Wednesday, Friday. In theory, Friday's open. Right. There's, they tell you to leave Friday yeah. open. No well, one that, does, but they tell you to leave it open. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, the, uh, regardless of any year, one of the issues that I see, like if you don't, if you aren't deep with pitching, and I'll use uh, a district from a few years back, PH Northern Anchor Bay, and I forget who the fourth team was. It, it was it you guys? No, no it wasn't. It was no, it wasn't you guys. Like so, Las I forget. North, maybe. But first game, PH plays Anchor Bay. Evan Wagner strikes out seventeen. PH wins. Now they're watching the Northern game, wondering who's going to pitch in the championship game because they don't have anybody else. And then when they played Northern in the finals, they tried to piecemeal it together. Mm -hmm. They used about six guys, but they lost the game. Yep. You got to have more than one guy or you're, you're, you're not going to win in the playoffs because of the way it's the, that and, and if there's district and regionals are set up, if there's a huge difference between your ACE and your number two and, and you, the question then becomes, does he pitch the first game right. or does he pitch the championship? Do you save game? it for a game that might not happen. Uh, yeah, and you, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we've done thing. that before. <laughs> you're, you're like, okay, well, we'll save him for the finals, but can you get to the finals right. if you don't use him? That's, that's the problem. You go down with one in the chamber, basically. Yeah. It's Yeah, that's the other question. But, I mean, you, how, how many weeks is a normal max schedule? It's what? You play every – is it five weeks? Five play every team three times once a week. So do you know when that should start? Is it going to – that usually starts after spring break, correct? It is after spring break. So it's what, mid-April to the end of May? Yep. Yep. So that's 15 games, and you told us before you're trying to plan on play how many this Uh, year? You can play 38. Right. But we've scheduled 30, and assuming some of those are going to get rained out. Right. And are those – I mean, I know teams like to have those district warm-ups – you usually have, what, like a week or two between the end of the MAC and the district. Yeah, the question becomes, uh, we play what's called the Blue Water Classic mm-hmm. um, at the end of the season. So you've got a Friday and a Saturday doubleheader with uh, two separate teams. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like a pre-district warm-up warm for, right. for everyone. But then, depending on the draw, you may play on Tuesday. Yeah, if you get that pre-district yeah. game, which it's always been – it's always the most annoying game ever because it's – isn't it usually like at your home field or something? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it doesn't feel like a district game. And then you lose that game and you don't even make it to the fun weekend part of it. Well, and we've – because I've known uh, Joel Hoover from Armada, who's, who has since retired, we, we've always scheduled that Tuesday uh, if, if we're both available. Mm-hmm. And we've, not, we've played it once in the last six years. Wow. Yeah, because not every district has it. It's only if you have right. what five teams in your yep. district. Yep. So, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a weird season. Um, I'm sure you'll figure it out. I mean, we can talk more about what you think about some of the basketball stuff and how that affects everything. Because he is a notable skipper <laughs> basketball alumni. If you didn't know that about the wise one, so I I know everything about the wise. You know, for a guy who's a guru and a sage and lives on a mountaintop. <laughs> There's surprisingly a lot of information out there about yes. Danny White. Yes, Marysville State champion and SC4 basketball player, Danny White. All-around athlete. What more could you ask for? Plus, we see each other once a week at the I Hate Brady meetings. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm sure that breaks uh, gathering protocols with how many people would be there. Well, it does. <laughs> uh, yeah. Would you like We do t- have to I, do it in three groups, so sometimes we're not always would, in the same would group. Would you like a sweatshirt? <laughs> sure. <laughs> have the Mallers Landing bus. Oh, see again, again, <laughs> just when I begin to feel bad. You never feel bad. Okay. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll continue this uh, in a moment. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. 
Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. The City of Marysville continues to strive to be a great place to visit, a better place to live, and a great place to open a business. Go to our City of Marysville webpage at cityofmarysvillemi.com to find employment opportunities, business assistance, learn about our outstanding Marysville public school system, or just book a round of golf at Marysville Golf Course. Marysville, a great place to visit, a better place to live, and a great place to open a business. And remember, the sun always shines in Marysville. Precision Care has been locally owned and operated in Marine City and has served the Blue Water community for over 25 years. Precision Care is the leading property and landscape contractor in St. Clair County. Always looking to hire the best people? Check out their website at precisioncarellc.com. Click on the Application for Employment tab and send in your resume today. Precision Care is a proud supporter of local athletics at all levels. Call today at 810-765-7968. For all your landscaping needs, it's Precision Care, LLC. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You are back with Dennis Brady and Denny White uh, from uh, St. Clair. All right, uh, you're, you're going to say pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Uh, but uh, I'm going to mention it in Division Two, and this is the coach's poll. St. Clair number five in the preseason baseball poll. You're not the only one I'm going to call out here. But uh, he's the only one that said to us, ah, oh, we're going to have a down here. Yeah, you know? yeah. This uh, is after be, you said, think, oh, we got nothing. I think uh, I said rebuilding, but well, that's okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, okay, you put it in coach speak. <laughs> so that's Division two, Division three. Richmond, number three, and Algonac, number 14. And I know you occasionally see those teams. Yep. Um, and in Division Four, Marine City Cardinal Mooney is ranked second uh, in the uh, the state, and uh, also in the top twenty. Harbor Beach at seventeen, and Deckerville at uh, twenty. Um, you ever play Mooney? You ever put them on the schedule? We played them years ago, but it it got the separation in talent was too great, and it wasn't good for either team. Yeah, right. But now, if they're going to be like that, this could yeah, be perfect. Gonna- yeah, but, yeah, guys telling us, oh, you know, rebuilding year, figuring out what we have. Well, and, and I, I would tell you. All my seniors graduated. In the, in the past. I hope. Because we've had talent, um, we, we schedule predominantly D1 schools. Mm-hmm. This is not that year. <laughs> this, is, this is not it. Um, you, you, we, we need to play. Occasionally, but we need to practice more than we need to play 
but we need to not get beat up. And and we're, we're in the blue, so everybody's a, a Division One school. Right. This could be less than intriguing. <laughs> he acts like he doesn't have a full who's staff. who's in the who's in the blue with you this year? Gross Point North, Lance Cruz, Lance Cruz North, Anchor Bay, Ford Two. All right. Just giving a quick, quick uh, glance here. Yeah, no, I don't see any of those teams on this list. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, Only one team's ranked and uh, is picked to, you know, make a run to the, to the quarterfinals. But as far as, as, far as rankings are concerned, it, it, you have to remember that there was a time maybe five years ago when, as a football player, Brady was ranked. Now, would you go by that? No, I wouldn't. Yeah. He does. He does make a valid point there. Wow! <laughs> I, I thought I knew I was going to take some shots. I didn't think I'd be a punching bag this whole time. It's good for you because you get the sympathy votes that way. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so I'll try to ask a legitimate question here. Okay. Well, the, let me what? sit up. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, in a year where you're, you know, saying. You know, we're not going to load the schedule with D1. We're not going to be playing Dakota and Ike and all these schools every other week. You still get ranked fifth, and you said you have basically 14 unproven guys on your team. Yeah, we do. And you've been a program that's consistently been ranked like that. How do you keep that out of their heads? How do you keep them from reading the papers too much? It's difficult to do. It's it's particular. It's particularly difficult because, like I said, you – you, you didn't have them last year. So right. your team culture is up. You don't know. Um, the advantage, I think, is because in smaller schools, mm. um, kids play multiple sports. So you get an opportunity to see. Right. And, and what, what we try to talk about is the process as opposed to the product mm-hmm. that and I'm not telling you anything you don't already know, but but if you do this, good things will eventually happen. Mm-hmm. And and we talk about often that that the game is a test. The practice is when you study and get better yes. and learn what you're supposed to do. If you can get them to focus on this is what I need to do today, after the game, uh, this is what I would do again. Mm-hmm. This is what I would do differently, and I got to do something to fix that. If you can concentrate on that as opposed to, oh, we lost, oh, we won. Because when, when you win, it covers up a lot of sins that, right. that you got away with, but you won. And when, when you lose, it's terrible. But you have a tendency to ignore the good things and the progress that, that you made. So we, we talk a lot about we would like to win the league because we've won it three or four years in a row. Um, that's probably not going to happen. It could. It could always happen. But with what we know, mm-hmm. um, we need to get better. And we need to, to adjust the focus to this is what you need to do, Brady. And this is what you need to practice. And we need to talk about it. And, and you have to spend more time talking about you getting better as opposed to we're going here and we want to be number one. And you just you don't bring that up. Right, you know, and I haven't done a ton of uh, of your games over the years, but and and usually win when I do see you guys play. Um, so maybe I just haven't caught you on a bad day. But like you know, Denny's pretty laid back as a manager, and he keeps the kids loose. You know, you'll tell jokes and, and at least in, in warm-ups. I'm not down there when the game's going on. So when it comes time, and there's always a time during the season when the whip has to be cracked. Is it you or is it somebody else on the staff that does that? Well, the advantage with that, that I have now, um, when, when it was Bill and I, uh, it was Bill because he's a really intense person. So it's perfect because I got to be the, whoa, we got to talk about mm. this. And, and now with Mike, as you know, uh, there, there are four, four of us, um, Todd Culling. And um, Bart Stockwell and Mike. Mike is the intense guy that we spend a lot of time going. <laughs> easy, <laughs> easy, Mike, easy. 
Right. Be- because it's not like football. You know, you can't play baseball like you can play football. No. You get that intensity and you're out and you make a mistake and you hurry and you. Especially, I mean, yeah, especially some kids, they get intense and then they get in their head and boom, all right, see you oh, tomorrow. Yeah. Yes, yeah. There's some kids that it helps. I mean, you know, every kid's different. Where football, almost every kid, you can just hit them on the yes, helmet, yeah. say, go hit someone, and they're like, okay, I'm going to go hit someone. Yeah, it's a much more emotional <laughs> Uh, situation where in baseball you're trying to be like whoa you know you, you just just because there's nobody on you you can't hit a grand slam right it doesn't work and you have a tendency because the the hitting is is one of the most difficult parts and the more emotion comes into it the more you do the little things that impede your swing mm-hmm. and your judgment <laughs> so well, you have to you, there's a different level well, I know we kind of gave you grief for saying, oh, rebuilding year, rebuilding year, but St. Clair this kinda. year has has had m- more turnover in the sports we cover than I think I've ever seen. Yep. I mean, basketball, I think, is returning two players. I think football lost, like, half their roster mm-hmm. to seniors last year. I mean, you see senior-laden teams like Marysville or PH this year, they will not have the amount of turnover it seemed like St. Clair had with that last year's graduating class. So, yeah, you kind of do have a lot of new faces because, let's face it, last year's class at St. Clair was one of the better ones. It was talented. Yeah, in multiple sports. it was, ta- And the same kids. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, that's – yeah, you're learning a lot of new things there because, I mean, we saw in football – they had to learn. They, they were starting from square one. There yeah. wasn't the culmination. Basketball, we don't know a lot, but we think they're going to be kind of building it back up mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Well, you said that, that a lot of athletes, not really quote-unquote that basketball, basketball player, player guy. Yeah. yeah, and we've said it before. You can have a team of athletes on a basketball court. That doesn't – I mean, you'll be fine. Like, you'll be able to do some things, but – there's a, you know, there's a difference between a basketball player and just an athlete that yep. plays basketball. So, I mean, you guys have a lot of new faces. How does struggling with those other sports kind of have them humble them a little bit, I guess, for baseball, where you're expected to be the best and you just kind of, at least in football, you got beat up a little bit. Basketball, you're not sure what you're going to be. They're going to have to play some good teams. Like we talked about when East Point comes into the gym, that's going to be a tough game for them, things like that. Yeah, I think uh, this year it becomes an advantage from a baseball standpoint because mm-hmm. what they're forced to work on and concentrate on, that's what you want them to work on and concentrate on. Like, like I, I, want, I want you to learn if you're a pass receiver. I want you to be able to run your pass pattern with your eyes closed and do it correctly mm-hmm. every time. Okay, I can work on that. I want you to beat East Point. Well, I, I can't do a whole lot about that. You know, <laughs> that, that really isn't me. Right. Right, so there's always I don't know what they put in the water down in St. Clair, but there's always speed to burn most years. Um, How do you use that in baseball? Well, you you use it as as a weapon and as a threat of a weapon. I I think that if you can if you can get the the infielders to rush, the the Mm -hmm. catcher to 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 be aware that that you can steal at any time, that, that it gets them out of their comfort zone. And, and with the pitchers, it's like, oh, God, is he going now? Is it, please just go. Mm-hmm. And they have a tendency, unfortunately, at the high school level, that they spend equal time on the base runner as they do on the batter, and they screw up both of them because mm-hmm. their focus is not on one. Well, even up to the majors, some guys are just more comfortable in the windup. They hate mm-hmm. being in the stretch. Well, we teach everybody from the stretch, so – so when they go to the windup, it's just their choice. But we always work on the stretch, as Brady's as Brady's aware. Yeah, it's it's there. There's a lot less movement in the stretch, so there's a lot less I, opportunity I to make mistakes. I still think it's hilarious mistake. the myth that the windup adds like three miles an hour. Well, in in if you're in most high school teams, you know, if we're talking about this guy who's going to a Division One school, eh, maybe 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 not. But if you're talking about who's my number three or four, no, it doesn't matter. Right. You need to have somebody to plug that hole. Right. Yeah, I mean, if 
more movement made it faster. You'd see the old Cy Young windup where they're yeah. <laughs> wheelbarrow well, and arm. And the the windup to me is more about deception than about anything else. Well, and there's so many more opportunities to get the timing wrong. It's like, just stop. Well, and the other thing about that I don't like about the windup, if it's a guy's on a roll and let's say he has two, three scoreless innings and all of a sudden a guy gets on in the fourth. Changes. Yeah, now he's got to go to the stretch, which he hasn't done all day. Well, and what I think you'll find is that the majority of pressure pitches take place with men on base. Mm -hmm. So you're throwing from the stretch. So you should probably spend some time on that. All right. Well, we'll do a a break here, and then we'll do one more segment with uh, Coach uh, Denny White because we haven't even really talked about all the great players that have played uh, at at St. Clair over the year that he's, you know, been able to sit on the bench and just say, here's a ball, go play. That's exactly exactly, exactly right. (laughs) We'll be right back. (laughs) Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than ever. Count on your Ameriprise advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call Ameriprise financial advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. TP Logos in Marysville has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery and custom screen printing and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays, 830 to 430, or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. TP Logos will have it in days. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium in Marysville. Preferred Charters is a privately owned and operated transportation service located in Michigan for the past 13 years. Well known for customer service and well-maintained equipment. From sightseeing tours to conventions, corporate transfers, sports teams, parades, sporting events, and private charters, Preferred Charters has the wheels and wherewithal to ensure the smoothest ride with drivers that are the best in the business. Call 810-982-7433 and let Preferred Charters do the driving. For full-service residential and commercial network installation and management, you need Andrew Thompson at Thompson Engineering. Thompson Engineering will install and maintain long and short-range point-to-point links, install security cameras, access controls, and provide audio-video engineering. Visit online at thompson-engineering.com or call them at 810-221-1667. That's 810-221-1667. Thompson Engineering, network and radio solutions that work. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. 
All right, welcome back. Dennis Sucky, Brady Beaton, Denny White. It's the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. And, uh, Danny, you have had the uh, the fortune of having some pretty good ball players at uh, St. Clair. Yeah, um, pretty good. What, four <laughs> pro athletes at least? There's been talent. And, I mean, and there's still there's still talent on the way. You had uh, Zimmer. Yeah, and the guy who's the rookie of the year. Well, it, uh, not through the baseball writers. Sport, sporting, sporting news. Yeah, so yeah. he was snubbed of rookie of the year. He's going to be playing on a loaded Padres team. You have – Joel Seddon, who he's still in the minors, right? No, he, not anymore. He's, but he still played baseball yep. at a high level. He was yeah. at AAA. Yeah, AAA. Oh, darn, only a AAA level pitcher. You had Tyler Mott, who was, is a professional hockey playing player. in the National Hockey yes. League. Another professional athlete. You have C.J. Mott, who is playing hockey in Europe. You had And played in the American Hockey yes. League, which is the second highest league in North America. You had Jared Toby, who... His was a late round draft pick for the Tigers and has seemingly flown up through the minors when there has been baseball as if he was a a top five round draft pick. I mean, who else am I missing? Jeremy Carroll, who we were talking about off air, who was one of the better players at Wayne State until he, he broke. Oh, I mean, who, that's six guys from one team. And now he works for the Tigers yeah. as their bullpen yeah, catcher. Yeah, he's a bullpen catcher, which is the greatest job in sports. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just the greatest job. Uh, who, who, you had another setting, too. Yeah. You had Brad, Brad. Brad. Yeah, he was a little before then. Yeah, he was U of M. Mm-hmm. Who else am I missing? Because I know on that other team you had you had some guys go play at community college or some lower-level colleges, too. Yeah, we, we've, we've had a lot of success because – predominantly because they learned to love the game in the Little League. Because mm-hmm. as you're aware, you, you get to be 12 or 13, and it's like, I don't want to do this anymore. This isn't fun. Right. But these groups come through, and they learn to love the game, and they learn to play the game. Well, you hear stories about these teams that make the Little League World Series or these kids that are dominant when they're 12, and then by high school they hate baseball Mm -hmm. because they've just been playing 80 games a year. This is your life. You're going to go to the MLB, and they're burnt out by the time they're 16. Well, and that's one of the adjustments for coaches now as opposed to I hesitate to say this when I first started, is <laughs> is everybody's a college, a D1 college athlete. Everybody is one step from the pros, and that's how they expect to be treated, and fundamentally they're not very good. Right. And so to get them to focus on what they should do is hard to do because – because they, they think they, they know all that stuff. I want to know how he never got Lolito. <laughs> there, the, the, yeah. There's a power hitter in the he middle was of your all, lineup all that would have hit some bombs for all you. State, a state champion shot putter and discus. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> how. Yeah, yeah. Just an, and, like, when I was going through high you school. Just have, you just have to find a way for him yeah. to make contact, and that's the ball's <laughs> going to go a long way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he walked by me when I was at the Frankenmuth game when he, he was going up to the booth. He walked by me, and I just went. Oh, I'm I'm a small person. Like he's just towers over you. You're just like, oh, that's an NFL lineman. Okay. Anyway, I'm not gonna make him upset. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you. Um, I remember in high school talking to you, and you said my job is to not screw this up. Well, we had talked about the 2011 team, which was basically 10, 11, and 12, and we knew how talented that that they were. And, and we talked about that preseason. It was a matter of don't screw it up. Just kind of stay away yes. and don't screw it up. Yeah, don't get in their heads. Don't do anything to – I mean, you said they're already a good group of kids. Yeah. I mean, you had six, seven college ball players on that team? Eleven. Eleven. Oh, sorry. And I'm sure – I mean, i sure you had some other guys that played other sports that probably could have played college ball too. Well, you, Tyler Mott – uh, Shane Dembinski played football in Florida, mm-hmm. um, and then and then the other eleven played baseball. See, usually, like around here, if you get a, they have like three college players. You're like, that's a good team. They got a few guys going, but eleven out of what thirteen you said that played well. And see, Toby was on that team, right? Um, yeah, because at the end when we brought up the sophomores, mm-hmm. they eventually went on and played. So yeah, imagine 
being that good as a sophomore, but you're just <laughs> you just see all that talent ahead of you. Well, and that that was like we had talked about Jake with the Rays. He doesn't get a chance because everybody's his age mm-hmm. and his talent level, and there's not a spot for him. Yeah. Now he's in. I just find that hard to believe, especially he won a batting championship, and he's so versatile. Yeah. And Tampa's so good too with with young arms. Yeah. And he can he could pitch. He could be a pitcher in Major League Baseball if he wasn't so damn good at hitting and and all the other things that, that he does. That, that I just I couldn't believe that that Tampa Bay couldn't yep. find something for him. Well, particularly to do, and I wasn't at all surprised that when he got to the Padres and got a chance to play, that he did the things that he did. And for a couple of years in a row, he was in their spring training major league camp. So they saw him. He got to play against major league competition and did well. And then, no. Well, and now he's probably on what? The most fun young team in baseball? Well, it sure looks like it. Yeah. The, like, I know we don't talk a lot about pro sports, but if yeah. you're any sort of baseball fan, San Diego Padres are going to be a fun team yep. to watch. They are and Jake's going to be right in the middle of it. Yes, yeah. yeah, and he's part of the reason why. He's probably going to be, what, bottom third of the order, but that's because you look at who's ahead of yeah. him and you go, oh. That's, that's the thing about it is he's, he's in a great situation where he's a really good player that nobody's going to notice or talk yeah. about because Tatis Jr. and Manny Machado oh. and those guys get all the headlines. Well, yeah, and you have to pitch around those guys to get to, right. oh, thank you very much. Yeah, to get to – Rookie of the year, and I mean, yeah, geez, it's it's just incredible how how good he was, and because he, if you were, I mean, at least in the era on the 2011 team, the the focus was more on Seddon than it was. Yeah, he, not that Cronenworth didn't get his due, but it was like when we talk about Crosslex basketball, Hunter Soper was Joel Seddon, Tyler Johnson was Jake Cronenworth. Yeah, Both because really good. Joel was the, the Gatorade player of the year. Yeah. And, and Joel was a senior where Jake was a, a junior. Mm-hmm. Well, I know one guy that loved him right from the start, and that's Paul Costanzo. Paul would always bring up Jake anytime you talk Saints baseball in that area. He was also probably more crushed in 2012 than you were that there wasn't a repeat. No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I think he kind of <laughs> shed a tear on the on the air <laughs> back in the radio days. Uh, yeah, that was a talented group. I mean, even to get one, you know how hard it is to make a run to even like the semifinals to get that deep. And because baseball is such a fickle game, I mean. Not to bring up bad memories, you have years where you lose. Uh, not to, but you made fun of me the whole first segment, so I'm going to. You have years where you lose on a passed ball that ends your season. You have years where yeah. 2011 where you run through everyone and don't have a close game. It just takes one. You could have a pitcher that no one's ever heard of, no one will hear from him after, that just gets hot and throws six innings of shutout baseball. Well, and you, and you because the way it's set up, if if you only have a couple of pitchers, then after the regional, when you get to the quarterfinals, you get you you have trouble in the quarterfinals because you don't have either of those number one or number two to throw. So you have to have you either have to find that guy you were talking about that just has one outstanding game, uh, or somebody younger, like in 2011, mm-hmm. was uh, Ty- Tyler Lozen mm-hmm. through the regional championship game. So we saved. Jake uh, for the quarterfinals. Which, again, Tyler Lozen's probably an ace on 90% of the staffs in the well, Blue Yeah, and he, and he played at Grand Valley, but then he was a sophomore. Yeah, so, yeah. which still, as a sophomore, I mean, yeah. he would have been unbelievable on a lot of different teams. Yep. I guess it could happen in any sport, but it, it sticks out more in baseball that you can also be a really good team and you run into somebody who that day – their good pitcher is great. Yes. And in yeah. baseball, that can make the difference. And it, yeah, go ahead. Well, in, in, in 2019, it's a matter of we always have a tendency to run into Orchard Lake St. Mary. And, yeah, they're, they're, are they number one again? Because they're usually number one in the yes. rankings. Um, and they're really talented, but we're right with them. And the kid hits a line drive that hits Scott Selleck right in the face. And it changes the whole attitude of. The, I mean, we're stunned. Yeah. Because he's, 
he's our guy. He's yeah. the, he's the he's the fire setter, and he's done. And 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 he's not only done, but the manner in which he's done right just scares the crap out of him. Right, everybody. and now he's not even really there to be there. No, and now you're worried about him as a yeah. yeah yeah. No, it's yeah, it's crazy like that now. The thing I, I've always wanted to talk to you about, and is a little off topic, like obviously, I don't think I think St. Clair, you, you have a good gig there. You're going to be there till you retire, which is probably ten years ago. <laughs> um, nice. But would you? <laughs> it's just a like, myth. I've His always, middle name is Methuselah. Just a myth. I've <laughs> I've always wondered about you because. You've been deemed the wise one. Thank you, Matt Sheehan, for yes, that yes. gem years Thank you ago very that's much. never leaving him. It's going to be your epitaph. Um, would like, how do you think you would have handled being a college head coach or even a, like a low minor league where you have to deal with older guys, um, maybe not not high school kids or like guys getting paid? Like, how do you think you would have dealt with that, being a either college or minor league manager well i think i think when you're talking about both of those spots you're talking about a coaching staff as opposed to one person mm-hmm. um well i i coached at the community college here mm-hmm. and um there were only two of us at that time and i think there may only be two of them now but you can get some other assistance but the the difference i think between the two is can you recruit and it's really difficult to recruit at the community college level um, only because if I'm trying to recruit you, you you wait because you think you're going to get an offer from somebody. Right. So you're jamming everything in at the end and you begin to take people uh, that may be in your B list as opposed to You're kind of bargain list. bin shop. Yeah, yeah. And now you're getting the scraps. You're yeah, getting what yeah. the, the leftovers. Which, again, it's not saying they're not good baseball players. Just go, go watch a yes. community college baseball game. Yep. You have, I mean, who is, I can't think of the guy's name. He played at SC4. He's a pitcher for the Orioles now. Um, it, was a, it was like he played there like in the early 2010s. Anyway, um, so they have talent. It's not that they're not good. It's just there's a lot of talent in baseball and going yep. there and I don't like knowing you like you are you are you are smooth you are the wise one. I just seeing you going and recruiting would have been interesting to me. Yeah, I I think um when the downside of when I coached at the community college which was a few years ago um uh was not the recruiting so much because we did most of our recruiting from right here. Right. So you knew the people, you got to go see them. Mm-hmm. Um, was the road trips. I mean, oh, er- yeah. everything's a doubleheader, but back then we drove vans. So you got nine guys in the back with their headphones on or asleep, and you're driving to Benton Harbor, and mm-hmm. then you're driving to Alpena, and then it's like, no, this is not <laughs> fun. Well, Not fun at all. And that's how I got to St. Clair, that I was recruiting a player from St. Clair. And um, Rich Malowitz, mm-hmm. uh, whom I had known from high school, he's like four years older than I am, so he was my hero, <laughs> if he hears this. Um, uh, <laughs> Lost your said, <laughs> said are, you, are you having fun? And I said, mm, not really. And he said, then why don't you come and help me? Okay, so I did, and that was a few years ago. I will tell you, even from when I was recruited to now, at least in football, the whole process is different. Here's some of these stories, especially when you get to the bigger schools, of how they have to baby some recruits Mm -hmm. and call them every night, make sure, and like like, the whole treating them like a celebrity thing is – almost out of control with recruiting, even at the lower levels. Well, and, and we've had some success for for our kids going to college. Mm-hmm. When the college coaches call, they never talk about talent. They, they, they have not mentioned, well, you know, can he do this or can he do that? Or can, they say, tell me about him. Mm-hmm. What kind of a student is he? What kind of a teammate is he? Um, is he responsible? And it's like they never talk about talent because no. they already have their mind made up. <laughs> right. Yeah. They, well, they already know that he's talented, or they wouldn't be calling you about him. Yeah. Exactly. And 
you can get away with being a diva or a prima donna if you're the the number one guy. You're a five star recruit. If you are that talented, where you're showing up and you're throwing ninety seven from the left side, yeah, they'll they'll figure out a way to deal with you. But anything else, no, they don't want to have to babysit someone. They don't have to worry about assigning someone to watch this kid, make sure he doesn't get into trouble, or wonder if he's going to be on the team in a month. So yeah, you're you're exactly right. Just dealing, making sure the kids know, like that they're good kids and will do their work and won't be ineligible the next yeah, year. Yeah, they have huge. to be eligible. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, it's hard to play, hard to uh, hit when you're failing every class. Yeah, which uh, amazes me that you're able to play as many football games as you did. I would like to point out that I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, because he beat you to the punch. <laughs> I, I, if we take turns. We've already practiced this. Uh, again, I think I mentioned this on a podcast very early on, but your your major was drinking and your minor was okay. going to the casino. Okay. <laughs> well, that's what I will not says. take this yeah. slander. <laughs> I will not take this slander. I have a degree yeah. in something. <laughs> And, it and does, he scored a touchdown I in his last scored, game. It was not the last game. Second to last. Third game. to last. Third to last game. Outscored Davenport by myself. Never forget it. The ball hit and stuck in his face mask. Don't care. And he Doesn't went matter. five yards into the end zone. Doesn't matter. Because he didn't know where he was going. <laughs> he had his hands out For, walking forever forward, in and history. And he made it into the end zone. In that box score, it will say Brady Beaton, pick six, touchdown. <laughs> Don't forget it. You couldn't have worked with him, Denny. I, I know. I, I, uh, it can be told now. We used to work together from a, uh, a pitching standpoint, and um, I, I really like his dad. We're close <laughs> friends, so that's how come I did it. Do you want last word, Brady? We'll no, give you last no, because I won't end up being the last word, <laughs> or it'll be a word that gets all of our sponsors mad at us. <laughs> Denny, thanks. My pleasure. <laughs> Brady, thanks. <laughs> yes, I know I'm number one. Uh, and we'll be back Wednesday. Well, I'll be back Wednesday. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.